Hey everyone, welcome to the Overflow Podcast, where pastor, author, speaker, and consultant Jim Stern explores various benefits and blessings of life lived in the overflow of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit's love. There is so much to discover, to learn, to feel, and to see when God goes first and we live in the overflow. This is Jim Stern. Always, always good to be with you. Always an honor uh, that you would spend time with me, allow me to speak into your life, help give you clarity on what it looks like to live in the overflow of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're in this 10-week series on Brilliant, Unleashing Life Through the Lord's Prayer, trying to dig through and unpack the insanity of praying. Praying is crazy. We believe men and women, regular folk like you and I get to open our mouths Hopefully open our ears and talk to the creator of the universe. We always got to keep that in our heart and mind. And Jesus sets this up in the Lord's Prayer when he says, Our Father who art in heaven. That prayer is this love conversation between a dad and his son, between a dad and his daughter. But dad is the creator of the universe. And you get to talk to him. What an honor. What a privilege. It says in Ecclesiastes something like, Be careful of your heart when you come into the throne room of the living God, something along those lines. And it's an admonition to, hey, man, as you come to prayer, let's get right. Let's get let's get in, in perspective of what it is that we're doing. We're talking to the creator of the universe. We've covered the Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now we're moving into what I believe is one of the least understood aspects of the faith. It's one of the least understood yet has incredible therapeutic value in our lives has incredible heart transformation power in our lives. If we can understand this in the way that Jesus lived it, in the way that Jesus taught it, uh, there is incredible opportunity for us uh, to be transformed from the inside out and to live just a stratospherically different life when we get this one element of the Lord's Prayer correct. And of course, I'm talking about let your kingdom come. Jesus prays, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come. The kingdom of God was on the heart and mind of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came. Jesus came to reestablish the kingdom of God. And in reestablishing the kingdom of God, he made the forgiveness of sins available. Forgiveness of sins does not exist outside the kingdom of God. Forgiveness of sins is a subset, is a subset of this kingdom war that exists that you and I are born into between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And so we want to get real clear in our kingdom understanding, our kingdom uh, appreciation, and our kingdom engagement every single day of our lives. Again, as we're leaning into and learning how to pray this prayer of the fullest, greatest, richest man who ever lived on planet earth, the prayer of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's get into learning about and and becoming exposed to the kingdom of God. And we're going to do it in this way. On Thursday, February 22nd, 2022, The president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, led the Russian military to invade its western neighbor, Ukraine. 
Uh, Putin wanted to re reclaim the Ukrainian land and people that were once part of the former USSR. Uh, wars are regularly fought for land and people, and the Russian-Ukrainian war was no different, and it continues today. Similarly, the war between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan is also being fought for land and for lives. The nation of Israel, Old Testament, was to be God's chosen people. Geographical Israel was God's chosen promised land. A faithful people would draw non-Israelites to convert. Israel would expand. Land and lives would be redeemed. That's the kingdom of God. However, Israel failed. They bombed. They bombed. They, they were unfaithful. Israel's kings failed in their leadership, and Israel never fulfilled their potential. Thankfully, strategically, God our Father was at work. Uh, since the fall of Adam and Eve, God our Father revealed the coming of a cryptic individual who would eventually be made known as the Messiah. In Hebrew, Messiah means chosen one. In, in Greek, Messiah means Christ. So Christ is not Jesus' last name. It's Jesus' title. He is the chosen one of the living God. Prophecies of this coming one began in a portion of God's curse on Satan, which was found in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where scripture says, And I, God, will put enmity, but will put an enemy, will put division between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. While Satan is going to strike the woman's seed, of course, uh, uh, alluding to Eve, excuse me, not alluding to Eve, alluding to Mary, alluding to Mary, while Satan would strike Mary's seed on the heel, which is a temporary wound, this seed will infect, per, inflict permanent damage on Satan, on Satan. And of course, the, the seed of Mary is Jesus. And so we get this, this prophecy of this kingdom war between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness all the way in Genesis chapter 315 and the victory of the kingdom of God over the kingdom of darkness because the seed of the woman, the seed of Mary will strike a fatal blow, will strike a fatal blow into Satan himself. And so we see in this that the kingdom war, the kingdom war is violent. The kingdom war is violent. But this plan of God has been in place since Genesis chapter 3. From Genesis chapter 3, we move forward and we see in the Old Testament that there's over 200 prophecies predicting that God was going to insert his chosen one onto the battlefield. 200 Old Testament prophecies that God our Father is going to insert his chosen one onto the battlefield. One of those, one of those Old Testament prophecies found in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. But as for you, Beth, Bethlehem, too little to be among the clans of Judah... From you, one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. And so here's God prophesying through Micah that this chosen one is going to insert himself in this kingdom war. And he's, his reign is from long ago, from the days of eternity. So that God's plan to introduce Messiah on the battlefield to be king of his people has been in the works from, from long ago. We fast forward to the Gospel of Matthew, which is the most gospel of, which is the most Jewish of all four of the, of the Gospels. Matthew labors through 28 chapters to prove that Jesus is the Messiah, the chosen warrior king of God. We know this 
because he begins his gospel, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, with this. The record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Far more than just a savior who came to save you from cussing or looking at porn or making you a good person or securing your heaven spot, Jesus was sent into the kingdom battlefield to win a war. The kingdom war is being fought for land and lives. And so we get up every day and we are encouraged by the Lord Jesus Christ to learn how to pray the Lord's Prayer. And in the prayer we pray, Our Father who art in heaven. That's that burst of intimacy that this is about love. This is a love conversation between a father and a son, between a father and his daughter. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. We looked at that last time. We're praying in community with brothers and sisters in Christ, the hallowed. We're not praying for our glory. We're praying for the glory of our Father. We're not praying so that we can be seen, so that we can get the credit, but so that through our lives, God our Father can get the, get the credit. And then we move into the next portion of Jesus' prayer where we're praying, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. The kingdom of God is spiritual territory. It is God our Father advancing his cause on planet Earth, one person, one step, one issue at a time, reclaiming souls and taking back the kingdom that he intended man to lead. God our Father, through the Lord Jesus Christ, came to reestablish his kingdom on earth by making salvation possible through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, taking ground back from Satan himself, taking lives back from Satan himself, so that when you and I are regenerate, when you and I are born again into the kingdom of God, not only are we forgiven, but we become soldiers and we become warriors on the kingdom battlefield. You and I become a part. We are adopted into the family of God. We are grafted in to the army of God. We are adopted into the family of God. We are grafted in to the army of God. Every single one of us wants to be a part of something spectacular, something meaningful in our lives. Some of you may have been on an incredible team in the past. You may have been a part of a great project even in your present job. You may have a great family name and it makes you feel good because you are a part of something special. All of us want to be a part of something special. And Jesus addresses that when he teaches us to pray, let your kingdom come, because not only have you been made special because you're a part of the family of God, you've been endowed with this incredible eternal mission. Your calling on your life is to advance the kingdom of the living God. And for thousands of years, millions of brothers and sisters in Christ all around the planet have engaged with the Holy Spirit of the living God to answer the call of God on our lives, to step onto the battlefield every single day, even today, whatever today is for you. Today is a kingdom day with kingdom potential for you to step into that, to live an eternally minded life, an eternally meaningful life, where your life is not just about widgets and not just about kids and not just about building a house and not just about developing your career. The heartbeat of your life, your mission in life is to serve God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ on the battlefield of the kingdom war to advance our Father's glory on earth as it is in heaven. It's a powerful reality. I encourage you for further development in this to look at Mark chapter 1 verses 14 to 16. Look at the seven parables 
of the kingdom of God that Jesus teaches in Matthew chapter 13. Look at the very end of Acts 28 when we find Paul in Roman prison and look at how the Bible describes what he is teaching as he sits in that Roman prison. You are going to discover that the kingdom of God, teaching about the kingdom of God, the pervasiveness of the kingdom of God is all over scripture. It is everywhere and it is supposed to be that thing in our lives that gets us up and focuses our effort and our energy and our life's juices for how we're going to live out God's kingdom mission and purpose in our lives. You are, you are, if you've given your life to Jesus, you're an adopted son, an adopted daughter of the living God, and you have been conscripted, you have been drawn into and empowered to fight in the kingdom war between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. This is what life looks like in the overflow. Hope you guys have great conversation. The, 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 the chapter in the book gives you great insight, further insight into the kingdom of God as you continue to study in the New Testament. The kingdom of God comes alive to you and the energy of the Holy Spirit will empower you to feel great that your life matters in eternal purpose as you serve God our Father in his holy kingdom as we live in the overflow. Thank you for being with us on this episode. We look forward to being with you again very soon. God bless you and may he fill you with this Holy Spirit so that you can be equipped to do every good work that he has for you to do today in the fullness of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Take care. Thank you for joining us in the overflow. To find a blog connected to today's session where you can engage with Jim and others, go to trexo.org forward slash blog. This podcast is made available through the gracious giving of people just like you. If you would like to help us bring more people into the healing waters of our Father's love, you can do so at trexo.org forward slash donate. We will be back next week for another edition of Overflow.